are we are we ready? Are we all sitting comfortably and excited? And we're going to do another great episode of the Wikicast. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dan. And I'm Simon. And this is the Wikicast, a podcast where Wikipedia takes us to a random article and we talk about what we find. Simon, what are we talking about this week? This week, Daniel, we are talking about list of biblical names starting with A. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bloody long article. Uh, there's a lot of names I mean, they like out. they like the letter A, don't they? I'm, uh, I mean, I'm immediately thinking Abraham, Isaac. Um, uh, Isaac doesn't stand with A. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why did I think of? Fell at the first. <laughs> oh, it's because it's got two A's in it. I got excited. You see. Uh, uh... <laughs> you think of the letter A in the Bible. Uh, yeah, uh, Isaac. <laughs> Isaac. Isaac. Oh yeah, fair enough. Okay, well okay. let's let's see. Work, give I, give me your list. Give me your list. Oh, there are far too many to read out. I mean, I would estimate that there are about five hundred, maybe. There are, there are there are about five hundred, I think, names on this list. Uh, the first one is Aaron. Fair enough. If you're thinking of A names that have two A's from the Bible, Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> other <laughs> people might say Aaron. Um, the last name on this list is Azur. There's actually Azur, Azan, and Azur. There's like... Oh, like A-S-S-U-R. A-Z-Z-U-R. Is there an... There's an... Yeah, there is an A-S-S-U-R. There's also an A-S-S-O-S, which is just like what the Titanic sent out. There are so many on this list. There's like... There's so many names that you kind of hear and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Like Azriel is in here. Um... Oriel, AU. Uh, AU. Let's see, what have we got starting with AU? The only one that starts with AU is Augustus, hmm. which I assume is in reference to the, the emperor. Um, there's also like Abdil, um, Abaddon, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, God, Abraham, yeah, obviously, isn't it? Absalom. One of the, oh, uh, Absalom. Uh, my son, Absalom. Get in there. So, we, 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 uh, Agrippa. Agrippa, hang on. That's a, a Roman doohickey, mm-hmm. isn't it? There's a lot yeah. of them, basically. Oh, it's just like a, loads of people call it. Um, what A name that's not on here, Dan, is coronavirus, which is, of course, all that anybody can talk about uh, mm. at the moment. You are, as a matter of fact, broadcasting live. No, you're not live. Uh, from really, self-isolation. No. You've been at home for a week now, you said. Yes, yeah. So I, as as our dear readers will recall, I mentioned uh, last last episode that I was going up to Oxford um, for a little weekend jolly, and, and we very away. briefly met up. We did, we did. We had a we had a brief but but wonderful meet. It was. Uh, I apologise for the video that I put out. Everyone, I, I feel like I should put an apology out. There. <laughs> I I quite enjoyed it. It was good fun. But yes, so I was up in Oxford singing. I sang a Matthew Passion and. Uh, uh, an evensong service at Lincoln College, which was lovely. I met some very nice people. Um, it did happen, however, that while I was up in Oxford, I stumbled into a, a case of exposure with um, COVID nineteen. <laughs> that that um, makes it sound like you sort of opened a door into a room and they just had loads of people coughing in it. But yeah. it's like you accidentally exposed yourself. Pretty much. So as a result, I've been self-isolating since Monday last week. It's now Tuesday, the week after. So it's been quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, have you? How have you found it? Because I think you're like me in that. Actually, you know, we we we're quite happy to be on our own for long periods. Yeah, of time. I'm 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 quite comfortable in my own solitude. I think there are times when I've I've absolutely missed going out and socializing and seeing people and, and you know going to the pub and and all that good stuff especially having discovered my new favorite pub um so recently and it's the most wonderful place but i haven't been able to go there which but which pub is it the hourglass inn oh where's that yeah it's weird you i don't think you would have been it's um it's near the quay if you are walking into the region of st leonard's in in exeter oh um, okay so it's past as if you were walking with George's meeting house on your left to the roundabout. Yeah. You cross the roundabout, walk for 
three oh, minutes I and think turn I know right. It. Yeah. It's really strange. It's in like the middle of a residential estate. This um, must be and, thrilling listening for people who have never been to Exeter. <laughs> so. It's absolutely, honestly, it's fantastic. It's so great. If you ever come down to Exeter, you must go to um, the Hourglass Inn. And interestingly, the um, the owner and, and proprietors of this um, this public house, the uh, a woman there was one of the first girl choristers at Winchester Cathedral. Uh, interesting. So we met. We said, "Oh, we've just come from Eucharist. We're you know choral scholars and." Leivikers, blah blah blah, and they and we got along really well, and it was just it's a lovely, lovely place. But you can't go there right now because you've no. been you, you haven't shown any symptoms. It, it would appear that you don't have coronavirus. No, no, I, no, I haven't. I haven't shown any symptoms at all through, throughout my isolation. So I've just been trying to stay, you know, stay busy. I've been doing a lot of work from home. I've got kind of partial. Soon I will have full remote like VPN access to the cathedral servers and things so I can properly just completely work from home. But otherwise I've been just doing lots of quite boring to some but thrilling to me. So I've been catching up on loads of laundry. I've been doing loads of cleaning. Um, I've been. I had a good old ironing session at the weekend. Um, and then, and most excitingly of all, and I think this is very pure and it, it's a highlight of my day. At five thirty, every day since I've been in isolation, um, I have been making a, a a brief playlist on either YouTube or Apple Music of the day's even song music. And then I just sit and have my own even song with a cup of tea in my front room. Well, because I now, haven't been able to sing it. Well, services have now been cancelled, right? This is unprecedented. As as of about forty minutes ago, the um, bishops of the Church of England and various other governors met, and uh, that's it. We, the the uh, regular worship has been um, postponed, um, which is really really shocking, and it's completely unprecedented. We I had an email, as I say, about forty minutes ago. Um, and it reads the archbishops of the archbishops of canterbury and york on the advice of the government have suspended all public worship with immediate effect so even song and sunday services will not happen for this foreseeable future this is an unprecedented situation the cathedral will remain open from 10 till 4 for private prayer um obviously the cathedral school's been alerted blah 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 but that's it so there's no more even song or and this contrast or... with the uh, advice that our friend ed dunn has received at truro cathedral from the what was it called again? The Cathedral's Coronavirus Action Group. Action Group, yeah. <laughs> previously it's the CAG. Known, it's the CAG. Well, previously known apparently as the Virus Action Group. And then they realised they were emailing people with the acronym VAG. Which, yeah. <laughs> VAG in the subset, yeah. It's just, just um, great. So it, it's VAG, just, you know... VAG Health Update. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you, you isolate. Yes. Oh dear! Oh, I mean, but it, you know it's unprecedented. We've we I, I, the only thing I can think that kind of compares, you know, is like the SARS epidemic. But that didn't really affect us. Certainly in the UK, it didn't really have an effect on daily life that much. Um, mm. You know, this is basically like Spanish flu. This is like the 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 a, a global scale epidemic. But it's possibly the first one where we've ever had modern medicine and modern infrastructure to be able to deal with it. And it's just. I know it doesn't make it any less spooky it's still a yeah. it's it's just every, every single part of life like all public events have now been gone i've not been coming down to the west country anymore i was <laughs> going to be doing like a oh god that's ominous um i, know, uh, not, I was meant to be doing I mean, it's a bit of, of it's a bit of sandwich don't worry it's all it's all fine we sound like scrooge you know when scrooge sees the um uh, ghost of Marley and Marley, and he's like, "You're just a piece of undigested beef." Yes, like, yeah, don't that's worry. right. Yeah, it's not coronavirus; it's just a bit of sandwich. Don't worry, Andy; it's just bolognese. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so, I, I, it's just every every like public event has been cancelled. The football's been cancelled. Like this is the time for introverts. This is the time when we rise up. I'm honestly amazed, to be honest with you, Dan, that you haven't been playing World of Warcraft. I thought that that was what you've been doing for the past. No, week. no, it's interesting. I. Some from sometime last week, I think it was Tuesday. I thought, oh, it, it was around lunchtime. Um, I hadn't yet been set up with remote access, so I really had nothing to do. Um, work, I mean. Um, and I logged on, I ran around for about 10 minutes, I looked at the quests I needed to do, and then I just went, Oh, god, I can't be bothered. I just can't. It's it's the I, you know, it's a grind, it's a real grind, especially in classic. Um, interestingly, I've been listening back to old episodes of the Triforce podcast, mm. um, and um, 
Lewis Brindley had some wise words about classic and and the 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 benefit of it is that the community aspect is so much better but it's also that very reason that that causes issues because you've got to invest so much more time in it mm. um and i i think yeah, as, as i say i managed about 10 minutes and then just couldn't do it however on the game front as you will know simon mm. um very exciting things have been happening with the old ex university chapel choir game group which has yeah everybody's all since been renamed uh to uh lock and load down Yes, uh, which I'm very proud. I came up with that. I'm quite proud of it. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. At the moment, we're doing Minecraft. Yeah, I played a bit last night and it was fantastic. Uh, we introduced Ed Dunn to the game. Uh, he mm. never played it before. And he was like, I love it. He's been sending us pictures today on like the group chat. And it'll be, there'll be like a screenshot of a uh, an iron golem. And he's just like, what the is that yeah <laughs> like, it's like oh boy yeah when you think about it there's actually a lot you now need to learn um but yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that i'm actually it should be so, really good fun i've been um playing it's a shame really that people don't have um switches although some people do um a couple mm. do because i've been playing a lot of mario kart 200 cc like i've been very good at mario kart I, I i own mario kart wii and i got really quite good at it and now with the switch version i I was playing with pixel girl on like 100 cc so like medium kind of difficulty uh mm. and i was like this is not really a challenge this is fine like i am winning every single race and then i'd never actually played 200 cc which is the fastest it's ever been and mm. oh my god it's hard it's really yeah, hard um so i'm actually hopefully going to stream some of that on twitch because i just today ordered a capture card so i can oh, nice. plug in a hdmi thing which is twofold hopefully i'll be able to do stuff from the switch to play mario kart and also i'm going to be painting warhammer um on like a weekly stream hopefully uh, we're going to be building an army from scratch because uh, who knows how long everyone's going to be isolated in theory this is the time for like online video and podcasting and and streaming in particular i think to like Absolutely. kind of flourish well we should actually this might be a nice opportunity we we um we usually save thank yous to later uh in the podcast in patreon corner but um having used discord yesterday and simon used it we, we use discord um to um to record this podcast so we can talk to each other um i don't know if you noticed when you recently logged in that they've upped the free limits of numbers yeah. you can be in a call because of the virus which is ace. um absolutely fantastic and it's and it's coming into play and i know personally because i've been speaking to my old uh, school um st leonard's college in melbourne which is a fantastic institution um they recently i think it was sometime last week moved to a fully did and this is without you know, there hasn't been a government initiative or anything they've, they've just been they've been planning this for quite a few weeks now the principal Stuart davis decided to move to a purely digital learning environment um using um like a mixtures of google hangouts um a, a load of a load of stuff to basically build digital classrooms and the entire school through from like reception to um year 12 so um sixth form has completely moved to digital teaching and apparently it's been an absolute like rip-roaring success Um, they've been keeping a a kind of a blog about it on their website and you see posts on their instagram and things and it makes me incredibly proud as an old collegian to um to see that they're really kind of pioneering in in a time where I think the general consensus in certainly education in Australia and in, indeed maybe over here that there has been a real lack of leadership from government down and yeah. the priorities seem to have been purely economy. Um, uh, so so education and the arts are really floundering now. Um, but the college took it, you know, took the situation into its own hands and it's been doing really well. So I I'm think, really pleased. I think- it's going to be fascinating to see how online education is going to be sort of revolutionized by this because everyone now has to use these systems and i would not be at all surprised if you do see stuff like discord groups for teaching twitch channels that are based on teaching kind of exploding mm-hmm. so jen um primrose kitten who i've worked with before she's got together a group of teachers who are going to do like a school day online like just do yeah. and have like periods of oh that you're going to get this uh, influencer this teacher come in is going to do maths i am now going to teach uh, chemistry like the way that the people have come together to provide ed- is particularly educational resources we had it on the discord actually like uh, the the admins from if people aren't aware there is a discord server associated with 
um, the, all the projects that I do online and the Wikicast is obviously part of that. Um, but people like Dan Hanvey and Adam um, were saying like, right, well, what can we teach? If, pe- if this push comes to shove and people's exams are being disrupted, what can we do? Um, mm. It's just been super heartening that, that people have really, that's, for, you know, and, and it's fantastic to hear an institution doing it. Like the fact that your old school is doing it is the step above just hearing about, you know, scattered individuals here and there. Um, Absolutely. That's fantastic. Mm. Um, before we move on, actually, there's 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 two things I wanted to briefly mention. Um, whilst this is probably the appropriate corner for it, did you see my tweets earlier this week about a a particular a particular type of extinct reptile? I did. I am delighted to announce to those of you in the readership who were not aware of this that this was my dad. My dad called me up really excited the other day in the morning. Uh, and was like, ah, oh, I've been reading up. Uh, basically, him and mum are going off to Madagascar. They've they've started doing these like um, Madahuha, Gascar, <laughs> not Huha, Gascar. Uh, every couple of years, they've been doing these trips um, uh, with like a basically saga uh, that are walking holidays in interesting places. Um, and uh, he was reading up on the ancient flora of Madagascar, and hmm. there was a fossil um, crocodilomorph. To give it its exact name. Um, so, like what did a you call me? A, cro- oh, a crocodilomorph. You heard me, sir. Um, <laughs> you're a you're a cad. I challenge you to a duel here and now. That was me being hit in the face by the glove. I was yes. supposed to be like a scaly <laughs> crocodile skin glove. Um, uh, and and there was this particular species that was found called Cymosuchus clarki. So there is That's a Simon cool, Clark. It? it means pug nosed crocodile in greek um and uh, it's a vegetarian ancient crocodile and it's the size of a puppy uh literally it's about a meter long and there's a picture of it i'll include a, a link to its wiki in the show notes my god i could not be happier about this i can't keep a big fat grin off my face that there's actually if it was a dinosaur it'd be even better but it's just amazing i've got a there's there's, there's a there's an ancient reptile named after me dan that's the, yeah, that's that's, that's cool. how it, the way around it worked um definitely um the other thing was i don't think i mentioned this to you um when would this have been it was a couple of weeks ago now um when i was at vidcon um i don't think i mentioned i bumped into and had a chat with aaron from game grumps really yeah um oh so I, I bring that up on the show because we spent quite a bit of time watching Game Grumps together. Uh, yeah, and it did. may be something that people in the show uh, have also watched. If you're not aware, they're a YouTube channel that does gaming stuff. Uh, Danny and um, Aaron. And yeah, Aaron was there and he wasn't there to give a panel or anything. He was just like, oh yeah, I thought I'd come over and just chill. Just like meet people. Oh, amazing. And then he looked at my channel and he was like, he seemed interested in what I was doing. And it was just a super chill dude. Like clearly oh, just what a there. Nice guy. Yeah, just rolling around, and uh, it was it was it was the first time in ages that I've like kind of fangirled over a YouTuber. I think it mm. was uh, Hannah Hannah Witten when I saw him. I was like, oh my god, it's Ar- Hannah, it's Aaron, it's Aaron from Game Grumps. And she was like, go on, go over, go over, man, go over. Mm. Like it's it's been so long since I've had that like kind of getting a little bit spooked because there's like, oh my god, it's him. Um, mm. But yeah, for super chill. You'd never you. you, you, you could not have been any nicer about it so if you're listening aaron um hello people should check out game crumbs they're very funny but well actually dan i just realized is actually from okay from your simulated even songs if you've not actually been singing this week what is your simulated piece of the week dan well let's see and this will be my piece of the week drum roll please so my choral piece of the week is um it's a bit of a niche one this week if it's possible to have a niche uh, choral within, piece of the week because by the, the virtue of being a choral piece of the week it is niche um niche squared now you you no doubt simon would have been seeing spattered all over the internet um excuse me like the, like the contents of a handkerchief in the current climate um various different Images depicting how to wash your hands. Ah, yeah, okay. Here yes. we go. <laughs> Here now, we go. these these have been incredibly varied and and broad in their in their depictions, but often they've ascribed a particular song to sing 
as you wash your hand and follow the steps on the visual kind of uh, the, such the as diagrams. happy birthday like yeah, that's such meant to take birthday, 20 seconds exactly now i saw somewhere in some you know secluded corner of the internet somebody had written out um the salve regina uh, chant to to sing and i and as you know because we've mentioned it before um i have a particular love of um of the salve regina chant and it was in fact a chant that was edited by do you remember when we had a reader email in and took my singing of the chant yes. and played things underneath it quite cool quite cool um i then saw later um somebody replying and i can't for the life of me remember who it was but they said in the current climate those of you who are singing the salve regina should really be sing- singing ave regina chalorum which is one of the marian antiphons said or sung in the lit in the liturgy of hours at the close of compline um, you weren't kidding when you said this was niche okay <laughs> it is niche the point is the simple tone uh, to Ave Regina Chalorum is really, really beautiful. And I didn't really, haven't really, I didn't know it, I haven't really come across it. Um, but I really like it. So it's a simple one this week. Literally, <laughs> it's the simple tone to Ave Regina Chalorum. Oh, God, nice how indeed. on earth are we going to find that on Spotify? Okay, well. Oh, there'll be loads of them. There'll be loads of them. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll make this work. <laughs> Thank you. I've already found one. All right, we don't just show if you, off. If you, if you put it into Google, the first result gives you a Spotify link to search results. Make sure that it's the it's the chant, not like a, a musical setting or something. But so okay, so that's 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 people's hand washing sorted. Personally, I've been yes. doing the whole rant from um, "Come Dine with Me." You won, Jane. Oh my God! Enjoy the money. I hope it makes oh you very God. happy. Dear Lord, what a sad little life, Jane. Right. Anyway, I wanted to cre- quickly move on to. Critics Corner. So the reason I wanted to move on to Critics Corner, Dan, is I have a, I have a conflicted feelings. I've been doing some reading um, mm-hmm. recently, uh, as you know, we've got a lot of time on our hands, um, and I got about a, a good chunk of the way into the Kite Runner um, by. All right. Oh God, I've got to try and remember the name of the author. I'm Googling it now. I've literally been reading it because I don't have the book with me anymore, Dan. Uh, it's highly annoying. It was written by Khaled Hosseini. That was it. Mm. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, The Kite Runner is this book set in Afghanistan. Um, and it's the story of these two boys. Um, and there's an event which happens about a third of the way into the book, which then sets the tone for the rest of the story. Um, and it like shatters these kids' lives effectively. Now, I have borrowed this book from the local library, uh, and I, which is the first time I've done this in ages, um, where I actually went to a public library, took out a piece of fiction, and just been reading it for my own pleasure. And it's been great. Really been enjoying it. However, some bastard has requested the book, which means that I haven't been able to finish it. I've had to return it. And all that's happened is I've got to this moment, this, this life-shattering moment, and mm. I'm desperate to know what happens next. And I just had to take the book back yesterday. <laughs> Oh, that's annoying. Libraries, man. F*** them. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. But but you were you were enjoying it up until that point. It was great. It was really well written. And I'm so annoyed. That is so spectacularly I've, annoying. I had to take the book back. And, and currently I've been enjoying um, Rendezvous with Rama by Arthur C. Clarke, um, which I read on the bus home yesterday from London. And... Um, it's really readable and really good. Have you read any Arthur C. Clarke? I don't think so, no. No, I've not either. Um, and I know he's like, he was from the West Country. Um, so I feel like I, he's almost like a local hero, considering I'm like a sci-fi nerd. You're bound to love him then. Yeah. Um, and yeah. obviously he wrote 2001, which is one of my favourite movies. And he worked with Kubrick on the... On the they, it was interesting that they wrote the movie and the book at the same time, I think. And they are slightly oh, different, but it's the same creative vision. Um, but yeah, Rendezvous with Rama is about um, the first Earth contact with an extraterrestrial object. Um, so there's this this spacecraft which is flying through the solar system and we realise it's artificial and about 50 pages in, about 20% of the way through at the moment in one sitting. Um, and we sort of people have landed on it and just started entering and it's like a tomb and it's pretty spoopy it's it's really good sounds really good Um, that sounds really good but so yeah so if you're into that obviously it's a bit difficult for you at the moment but maybe you can get it on ebook or something uh it's super readable really in if you like that kind of hard sci-fi that like not fantasy-esque but like 
you know, a bit, bit more like Star Trek than Star Wars, I guess. Um, than... Well, I read the, um, is it Red Planet, Blue Planet, Green Planet? Oh, series? Clint, what's his face? Um, Red Mars. Yeah. Uh, who, who wrote that? Uh, yeah, it was Clint, uh, otherwise known as Kim Stanley Robinson. Yeah, that was That's the... It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clint, as he, to his friends. <laughs> to his friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I read Red Mars, and that was... I, I read Mars, um, hey. and it was it was very fine. Very fine indeed. Yeah, like, I've not read that much sci-fi that's not Warhammer 40,000, if I'm honest. Like, I need to read mm. some more Ian M. Banks, because um, I really enjoyed Consider Phlebas. And it's a... Jane and Michael Banks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, uh, had to pop that in there. Any Mary Poppins fans, you're welcome. That's, uh, oh, I thought you. you were going for the Nestle Crunch. Like no, that's no, no, no. Crunch. <laughs> that's why I love Nestle Crunch. Oh fuck! I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> no, it's the um. Hang on, let me find the lyrics to this because it's it's just a hilarious song. Welcome to um, the Wikicast, everyone. This is quality programming. The perfect nanny. All right, I'm going to send you this, and you need to listen to it because it is very. Mm-hmm. Very pure. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember this. Put toots in your bed, or pepper in your tea. Hurry, nanny, many thanks, sincerely. Jane and Michael, thanks. <laughs> That's cute. That's great, isn't it? Um, okay, wow, I have no idea how I'm going to edit that section. Hang on, I haven't watched this Nestle Crunch thing. <laughs> yeah. God, I that that used to be the chocolate bar that I had every time we went to my like local swimming pool when I was maybe between the ages of four and seven. This advert looks like it's from like the 80s, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Was Australia oh, that far behind? Wait, were you in Australia at that point? No, no, no. I was in... Uh, I, I would have been in um, England. Tell you what. I'd say the, the one that sticks with me from my childhood was um, Dairy Milks. Because uh, there was a news there was a news agent. Sorry, we're now into uh, Chocolate Corner. Um, I'll put some Willy Wonka music nostalgia, in the Nostalgia no, Corner. Ch- nosta- chocolate Nostalgia Corner. It was There was a news agent right by my school... And um, I so clearly remember when uh, Cadbury's Dairy Milks came not in like the sealed containers that they do now, like the sealed foil, when it was paper and like tin foil underneath. Mm. That mm-hmm. was like my childhood. That was the era of chocolate that like yeah, yeah. I clearly, clearly remember. Do you remember Caramax? Yeah, they're my dad's favorite sweets. I, yeah, I, I tend to buy him some for Christmas, like to put in his calendar. Uh, um, putting his what's it called stocking stock every year that's the one um surely it'd melt quite quickly if you put it in his stocking well yeah depend- no, knowing he- knowing knowing your dad yes he, he did once go in drag to a rocky horror um uh picture show like of course he did theater thing because he's a f-ing lad here we go so i was actually just i just sent you a, a thing on facebook turns out that what i remember as the cabris thing was introduced in 1999 but I, I swear that the foil came in uh, earlier than, according to this, it's 2004. Oh, I, rem- I remember those. Yeah, right? They were so much yeah, better. Yeah. I swear the, ca- the the chocolate probably tasted worse, but, like, objectively. But to me, they, oh, it was why better. Can't, why can't they package them like they did in 1905? That looks wicked. Yeah, it's like proper Wonka bar kind of yeah. levels. Like, something about getting chocolate in foil. <laughs> Such old men! Yeah. Oh my god, we're so old. So uh, there were different times. There were different times. You used to be able to. You used to be able to get a fudge for five p or something stupid. And a Freddo for five p. Everyone swears they used to be ten p. I swear they used to be five p for a time. They were printed on the pack. Yeah. Right. That and Taz's. Do you remember Taz's? They were like Freddos, but they had caramel inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in Australia, you... do you know what they? Do you know what the equivalent of those were? Uh, no idea. Was it like a wallaby? Caramello koalas. <laughs> You're joking me. No, I'm deadly serious. <laughs> Caramello koalas. Yeah, they look exactly like a Freddo, except you take it, you do a double take and go, "Hang on, that's not a frog," and that's it. And it's a, but it, it, and it's a koala. It's it's yep. a tiny little koala. Amazing. Wow. Oh, we are in um, we're in 
We were briefly in Critics Corner and we moved into Chocolate Nostalgia, didn't we? Yes. Well, I'm just going to open this door here. Can you insert like a creaking door? Uh, I, I could try. I'm not. I need to train myself first. I mean, how big? Okay. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, well, I'm just going to go back into Critics Corner because I forgot to mention. We're just sticking our head. We're, we're just like oh, <laughs> we're just opening the handle and sticking our head around. Be like, by the way, one more yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Sh- uh, yeah. Um, Shovel Knight. I've I bought it for the PlayStation and it's great. Oh. And the soundtrack is absolutely incredible. It's this throwback to like 80s arcade. Um, uh, dungeon crawler platformer mm. and it's it's all done in like 16-bit music yeah because um, game grumps have played a bit, a bit of it funnily, funnily yeah, enough yeah um, and it's um it's just really great and i forgot to mention it so i think you can get it on go. the switch because i have always been quite tempted to buy it but it looks hard as nails like it looks really hard it's it's pretty unforgiving but it's not it's not anything like super meat boy or um the binding of isaac oh god spell a a a a a a a Brilliant. Brilliant. What's your name? Full circle here. Isaac I. Isaacson. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, lovely. Right. That's probably enough of that. Can you even get sweets for a penny these days, Dan? Genuine question. Because that's another thing no. I remember from my childhood. We're back in one no, corner. No, Simon. No, you can't. Move on. Oh, what? That, the little postman pat sweets and like the fruit salads and the blackjacks for a penny and the, no. and the foam bananas were 2p each. No, they're all at least 20p now. It truly is Thatcher's Britain. Dun, 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 dun. Now we move on to the next corner. Top lad! So we find ourselves in um, Patreon corner. Are you alright yes, there? Yes, we do. Yes, I'm fine. I've picked a very inopportune moment to start this bit. <laughs> Uh, so um, yeah this is Patreon Corner which is the corner that pays for the show we uh, pay for our editor Adam who's doing uni work at the moment Uh, bless his heart beavering away in a beavery manner in his self-contained little he's built himself a a wooden cabin his little his little lodge he's got a very lovely lodge actually I've got to say it's a very nice house it's a very nice dam Um, dam Daniel that's a nice house Adam's got there Um, yes, um, uh, uh, and it pays for our hosting, um, and it paid for all of the every second of footage we had to license from Skyrim in the video of our Oxford meetup. Uh, no, that we we didn't pay anything for that. That was a that was a complete lie um, but if you'd like to support the show you can do so uh, for a dollar a month on patreon.com forward slash the wikicast you can also pay five dollars a month which means that we get to shout your name out and if you have a difficult to pronounce name it's fantastic value for money so I'd like to thank all the people who are sensible and think that cats are the superior household pets and those people are Choco Cat Christopher Betterton Colm Mansfield Dan Hanvey Isabel Ostrowski John Mannion Kenneth Kuzmirak Leila Medina Lewis Watson Nafi Iftikar I'm gonna go with that Oliver Burkhardt Oliver Craigie Oliver Craigie Oliver Craigie Omar Miranda Princess Andromeda Reds Kirk Riverward Tom Withington Trustworthy Ginger who I met re- uh, recently at a talk in Oxford and he was a lovely lad Tom Tom Withington yeah and isn't he the Lord isn't he the Lord Mayor of London that's Sadiq Come Khan, along, Tom it? Withington, Lord Mayor of London. No, it's a Dick Whittington. Uh, oh, see, I, I'm, reference I'm not. Somewhere. I'm not cultured enough. You see. <laughs> oh, I see. Dick Whittington. You don't know the the fairy. I, the fairy. The, the nursery rhyme. No. The fairy nurse. Uh, the, I've never, are you having a strong? Do you need the bondulance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so, something's happened. No, this is this is when isolation has got too far. I've n- I've never heard the nursery rhyme. I ne- I've never seen the pantomime either. I'm a totally clueless boy when it comes to Dick Whittington. Well, um, uh, shame on you. And Will Humphreys. We really built up the tension on that last name. The tension <laughs> on that last name. <laughs> 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 I love it when you lose detention. <laughs> detention, Potter. Oh man! Oh, when you, when you, wow. It's so rare for you to actually like properly laugh like that. I love it. Yeah, it's like yeah. music to are my you, ears. Are you actually uh, while this while this virus has been going on? Are you secretly um, rehearsing to be a pantomime dame? Because that was a really very fine voice. Uh, uh, rehearsing to be Dame McGonagall in uh, the Harry Potter pantomime. Harry Potter the Musical on Ice 2. Where, where Quirrell's like, but where could Voldemort be? And everyone's like, he's behind you! Yeah, very good. Oh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine a Harry Potter pantomime? It'd be great. 
Well, have, are you familiar with a very Potter musical? There's a very musical? Potter musical, but like I'm talking like full hamming it up. Like, yeah. um, it's like reverse it's like drag. Like Hagrid, Dumbledore, Hagrid is a woman. Dumbledore's played by Will Young. <laughs> Hagrid, Hag, Hagrid's played by um, um, uh, Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> oh, no, no, he'd be played by like... Um, uh, oh god, what's what's the name? Uh, the lady who plays Professor Sprout. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, Miriam Margulies. Miriam Margulies is Hagrid. Yeah. Oh my god, they'd be amazing. Well, Dawn French actually, because she was Hagrid, wasn't she? In the no, they got they did. Oh, the French. The French, French and Saunders. Yeah. It was Ronnie Corbett who played um, Hagrid. Yeah. Hagrid. Yeah. And also, seeing as Prince Harry wants to be called just Harry now, um, he, yeah. he was obviously obviously going to be Harry Potter. Um, yeah. It's me, just Harry. <laughs> You're a prince, no, Harry. Just Harry. Yeah. <laughs> what was this Sorry, but you you need to do the team talk names. Oh, I, I think I really ought the to. The isolation has um, really got like, to us. I would like to say a massive thank you to the true heroes in this life, Team Dog, and any indeed any dog lover, because dogs are clearly superior to cats. Wrong. And we kick off with <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong Weasley. <laughs> Here we go. Alistair Fortune, Ben McMurtry, Colin J. Brown, Eric Davis, Eric Bolliger, Eve Sharples, Jackson, Deborskovsky, Codzo, Kyle Perry, uh, Maggie, uh, Peter Reed, and Samantha. Thank you so much. Detention for none of you. Top lads. Yes. Top lads. We have a couple of items of correspondence. We do encourage everybody to um, send in their emails to spongyelectric at gmail.com, by the way, if you have any thoughts. As we say at the end of every episode, but honestly do. We love getting your emails. Um, and if mm. you particularly, if you're, I imagine if you are stuck at home with coronavirus, you know, in some kind of quarantine, uh, do send us a diary of what it's been like. I'd be very interested. We can compare notes with Dan's experience, maybe. Um because you've not got much else to do with your time, you know? Um, anyway, but we do have some correspondence here. Um, there's a message here from Michael Jones. Hello, word bearers of the god of wisdom that is Wikipedia. Your humble servant of Chaos Undivided, Michael here. I, lo- I love the idea that like a herald of chaos would be like, your humble servant, Michael, here. <laughs> have you heard yes, yeah. the good news of the word zinch? Um Sorry, he is, he is undivided between the Chaos Factions. Um, I write to you from the eye to thank you for the return of your wonderful show. I finally got round to checking it out, and I'm very glad to have done so. One of my aims of this year is to get more of my plastic models uh, based and painted after neglecting to do so for the past seven years. That's about as much time as I was out of the, um, the hobby. Uh, the Wikicast has proved to be the perfect thing to have out of the background whilst trying to complete this monumental task. It has already helped me make short work of a unit you know, of blue horrors. And so while I work through the past two years of episodes i eagerly await your future shows so you may well have still be painting your your models as this <laughs> two years of episodes have gone by and you finally get to the episode where we give you a shout out um, oh my goodness that's, that's quite something it's like me listening to the greatest generation and i'm like three years behind and i'm like i can mm. put in a donation and just like eventually i'll reach it um i think it would be great to have some guests on the show but as an occasional treat opposed to a regular thing as i personally come to the show for the chemistry between you two and all the chatting of shit that comes with it Indeed. although it may be slightly biased i also think it'd be a great idea for a model painting episode it totally isn't the top of a slippery slope that leads to a financial black hole uh, well yeah i'd love to get back into painting you, i really and you've would. got time on your hands dan you know you've got to do something and yeah, i can't i can't go i mean i can i guess i can order it can't if it's I? over 40 quid i think they do home delivery for free 40 pounds yeah we'll get like one model good lord well the thing is i was going to suggest that when i came down to exeter for this uh, john uh, b minor mass and this meeting uh that i bring stuff with me and we did an episode where we we painted and you know did a video maybe got hammered and tried to paint warhammer um yeah but um yeah, unfortunately, I'm not coming down anymore. But yeah, I—I I mean, no. I am going to be painting on Twitch. I would love—I would love to dra- drag you into this financial black hole uh, with me. Yeah, I would love to. I'd love to do it. I mean, I'd—I'd I'd be painting. What would you collect? They've re- they've... What, that's the thing. Yeah, what army would you want to collect? Well, I don't know. It's been—it was—it's been so long, haven't they? Recently, Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. What is this? Is relatively new, isn't so it? So that's sort of the version of Warhammer Fantasy um, that they've. Re-done. Yeah, that's that's what I used to do. I think it would, that would be more up my. But street. they've kind of re they've reshuffled the races. Like there are some direct analogs for sure, but some of them don't really exist anymore. Some of them have been split off into multiple ones. So like, what kind of fantasy race would appeal to you to paint? Do you think? 
I used I used to paint dwarves and um, dark elves. I think. Okay, so the there's Caradron overlords, which are basically like steampunk dwarves. Um, cool. They are like airships, uh, but they're all like very heavy on brass, and they have like flying units and stuff like that. Um, heavy on brass. Is it? If you if you Google Caradron overlords, you'll see what I mean. How am I spelling? Caradron is spelled K H. A R A D R O N. K K what? Sorry. K H. Thank you. A R A D R O N. Oh, I see. And they have like, for some reason, they have like, instead of having beards, they have metal beards that are built into their helmets and stuff. And they have like their flying units are being suspended by like, but they're like balloons yeah, they made of really brass. Cool. And then there's the fire slayers as well, um, who are the. Uh, you know like the the old slayers but as the name indicates they're like all very molten magma type things um mm. and like they're some of them in the artwork like the beards are made of fire um are there any are there any elfin yeah so characters? there's a doomkin uh sorry no, the deepkin i beg your pardon um who are basically like uh water elves and they're kind of halfway between high elf and dark elf um they're very morally gray um i think they're actually they were created in the new world without souls and so they go out and steal souls from other people um to drag them down into the ocean but some of their models if you if you google deepkin um yeah they look really the guy who's got a cape made of water is one of my favorite models games workshop has ever made yeah that looks amazing um and then it's the sylvaneth uh sylvaneth i think that's oh no no they're the um wood elves like if you, if you sort of poke around on the games workshop website then you'll sort of get a feel for it they're, they're a lot more i think elemental would be probably a fair way mm. to say now um yeah they look like druids or something yeah um so you know you can have a have a poke around on the website and see what takes your fancy but they're they're more stylized than they used to be i think that the model sculpting has gotten so much better than it used to be yeah that you can see that the actual models themselves are just much tidier Mm. i imagine they're probably quite they're a bit easier to paint yeah um, yeah just because they're cleaner you know and um and obviously uh, everything's plastic now there's no metal um so yeah. it just makes it is easier to assemble it is easier to paint as well and also now they have contrast okay. paints so you can actually paint stuff much much quicker if you're not interested in like the fine finish um like if you're going for a hoard but yeah like i i, th- I think well there's there's loads of choices there i mean i was there's um there's several like hero models that i would never use because i don't play age of sigma but i would buy just to paint um like mm. for the uh if i send you a thing on facebook there's a um a lariel the ever queen who is riding an, a f- off huge stag beetle um i'm just sending you a picture on facebook now um like that's something that i would love to paint as a kind of iridescent carapace on it and you know the, the, the oh, sculpting yeah, yeah. technology is just ridiculous now um so That's you know cool. this is me being sucked into the black hole and i'm grabbing your ankle and i'm like you're coming with me yeah. <laughs> well i'll have a look on the website and i'll see what i can find we can just use the wikicast money to to fuel this to kickstart dan's addiction uh we, we can we can use it for good sort of uh, but uh michael concludes with uh, my psychic connection grows weak so i shall bid you both adieu in the wise words of Geralt: don't grope for trout in any peculiar rivers until dawn not actually seen the witcher yet still i need to watch it um oh i've i've, I've seen them all now they're they're good they're not bad yeah, uh, yeah. Have, have you played the games no see that's the thing i've not played the games i've been going into it completely as a noob i, I played the witcher 3 briefly um but it was on the playstation i think ed back when ed used to live with me he played he played it quite a bit right but i um i'm never i'm not i'm not very good with a unless it's like a platformer or something like an old arcade game i'm i'm really bad with a with a joystick i need to keyboard and mouse yeah because i never played it i'd like to i know it's one of those games that we're probably going to get a bunch of emails of people saying what you need to play witcher 3 it's the greatest game ever made and i know it's meant to be one of the greatest Mm. games ever made but eventually i will and yeah so i'll watch the tv series first and then um i'll probably get super into it anyway thank you very much that's that's the graduate gamer michael who i actually also owe a reply to on my main channel he's a big big old big old nerd uh so i i feel a special kinship lovely we have an email here from keegan uh, and the sub subtitle the, the title rather to this email alarms me because it's it, it reads must love cats oh 
So I'm already I've already been slightly turned oh, off, yes. but we'll we'll persevere. Dear Simon and that guy who doesn't love cats. Correct. I was so gratified to see your return to the podcast recently. It truly has been and remains a highlight of joviality in a world that has otherwise grown so drear. Though I am glad that you're putting personal health, both mental and physical... Though I am glad that you're both putting personal health, both mental and physical <laughs> Though first. I'm glad you're putting your mental health first. I would like to... Uh, I have nothing to say. I haven't even seen Cats yet. Um, but just in principle, despite the very yikes nature of the film, I must support it because Cats... Um, Somebody pointed out to me that nothing in this world has been right since Cats came out. Like, ever since that movie came out, everything went to sh**. It's disrupted the Matrix so much. We had World War Three nearly break out. We've had coronavirus. We've had... The, what else happened? There was something happened in February, I swear. Like, th- there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happened already this year, and it's only March. And it's, as you say, it's disrupted the space-time continuum, that movie. It should not be. It's like a demon Mm. in real space. Uh, She ends by saying, glad to be reading a fresh episode this week and good luck with your new schedule. Well, thank you very much, Keegan. Lovely. From Keegan. Thank you, Keegan. We do, yeah, we, 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 we do love getting correspondence. So if you do have any thoughts on the show, um, oh God, you're going to hear that in just a minute. Um, or if you would like us to recommend us some stuff to consume that we can talk about in Critics Corner. Or if you have any ideas of what people maybe readership could do in uh, the quarantine and self-isolation, let us know. This is, this is a, a, good, a good louding, um, what's it called? A, a loudspeaker for mm. introverts. This is this is a broadcast on behalf of the introvert nation. Um, that we could get, we could do like a bulletin of you know this week in introvert land, like the printout. It's like suggestions for things that you can do: read, play video games. So I'd like sit quietly. Host your own even song on on Spotify. I've just I've just remembered. Actually, while we're in correspondence, I needed to update a previous reader with news oh. so cast your mind back to last episode where we had we read out an email from fergus hall the composer to whom we we gave a shout out to his website and things and he was talking yes. about the he was talking about james mcmillan um and he also was the one who emailed uh many many years ago about gaelic psalm music yes um, yes he added to that email on an unrelated note he mentioned the australian band tame impala yeah, which, and now funnily enough, I, I was um I put my Spotify on shuffle the other day, and um it was on like a speaker in the background, and I was like, oh, that's I like this song. What is it? And I wheeled around, and the speaker said it was Tame Impala. Yeah, it's crazy. So I used to listen to that to Tame Impala quite a lot, but I hadn't listened to their latest album, Slow Rush. Now on Fergus's recommendation, um, I did, and it's great. I really, really like it. So I'm getting, I'm really getting back into. Um, into their music. So thank you, Fergus, for um, bringing that back to my attention. I will also give it a go because, um, like I, as I said, I really enjoyed the uh, music that I was I, I found the other day. So yeah, top top recommendation. Actually, who would know? People in this sh- people who listen to this show actually have good taste. It's crazy, isn't it? Unbelievable. So Simon, what have we learned today? Well, Dan, I'm glad you asked. Uh, we spent about sixty seconds talking about a list of biblical names starting with A. Uh, including Abaddon, Aaron, Isaac, and um, Augustus. A whole half, a whole half. I tried to say host and then range at the same didn't. time, and then and then didn't, and then, <laughs> then just had a stroke. Um, yes, yes. Um, so we spent a little bit of time talking about biblical names, and then we were talking about the fact that you are you've been cooped up for a week uh, and loving it. We're talking about video yes. games and a bit of reading and how public libraries suck because they give you books for free that anybody can take out. It's really annoying. It's a cruel, it's a cruel, cruel world. Uh, and then we thanked our, our patrons, obviously, and we had a little a smattering of correspondence. Not a huge amount today. We did. So we did. if you, if you uh, would... Oh, oh well, so hang on. You, you carry on, Dan. Well, I was going to say, before, before, before that, um, perhaps in this... These these tempestuous times, uh, with 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 the virus running, uh, running rampant and and wreaking havoc uh, across our various nations. This is the time for pod- to rise up, workers of the world. You have nothing to lose but your chains. 
You can rise up, but just don't leave the house. So maybe just stand for a moment, then sit back down, make a cup of tea or a coffee. Um, but email in and talk about, um, you know, we've we've mentioned before that we have listeners. We have readers. Rather. We <laughs> have readers. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's shocking. Unbelievable. We have readers. We have readers from all over the world um, in some amazing places and some really quite, you know, niche places, certainly to, to us Anglophiles. Um, so if if you're finding that uh, this this virus is changing your day to day or you've got some interesting stories or you just want some company and you'd like to email in, then please do um, spongyelectric at gmail.com. Um, it's uh, it's it, it, it's the time, I think. It's the time for us to, to band together as a podcast community and keep each other company. Yes, I think I think it's a very good very very noble idea there dan so I, I look forward to getting a lot of correspondence in this coming week let us know what it's like where you are what if you're doing anything interesting maybe in the in the self-isolation period and uh mm. we will be a, a hub we could we could be the introverts hub where we all unite separately and that's all for this week's episode don't forget to subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice you can like us on facebook and if you'd like to see our faces and you actually can this time check out our youtube channel spongy and electric Activity suggestions for quarantine, video games to play, and other thoughts on the show can be sent to us at spongyelectric at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us again for another tumble down the wiki rabbit hole. And And we'll we'll see you next time. Uh, Hang on, I need to think of a second thing. Um... Activities you can do in... Uh, sorry, hang on. Activity suggestions for the <laughs> f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you get me every time with that. Like, <laughs> I attempt to do something, and I just, like, snap. <laughs> the thing I loved more... The thing I loved more is when you were thinking of something... If you listen back to your audio very, very carefully, you can hear you say, oh, hang on, I just have to think of a second thing. Uh, oh, and you you did a little like oh, as you suddenly <laughs> as you thought of something. It was very it was just good. It was nice to listen to. Okay, go on, try again. Good. Try again. Right. <clears throat>